Log Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom. Looking for Glory to God, glory to God This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast And we're coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia And 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 we want to start off this broadcast with prayer uh, But we want to go back over some of the things that have happened uh, Happened in the church, some of the things that have been happening uh, throughout this week And uh, we know about the, the bombing uh, and the killing of one of the leaders in uh, Iran, and so we're we're trying to, we're you know the world is poised on the borderline of war, and you know the word of God said that there's going to be wars and rumors of wars that, you know, we shouldn't be shooken by these things that that come to pass each and every day, because you know, as we look at the prophecies of God, we see that the prophecies of God are fulfilling themselves. We knew that these times were going to come. And uh, today uh, I have uh, my sister Catherine with me on the line, and she's going to be, uh, I'm going to give her an opportunity to introduce herself and to, uh, and to, say, uh, and to say what's on her heart. Peace and love, brothers and sisters. I want to wish everybody a, a happy new year. And hopefully that, you know, we can start this new year off right with the Word of God. Uh, we're going to be talking today, you know, and hope everybody can have a, 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 a listening ear and be able to hear what, you know, what the Lord is going to tell us today. Glory to God. We're coming out of the book of uh, Ezekiel. And... Um, and I want you to go ahead and get in your Bible, get to the uh, book of Ezekiel, the second chapter, mm-hmm. where we're gonna uh, where we're gonna start our topic from. Let us pray. Mm-hmm. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We give you all the honor, Father God. We give you all the glory, Father God. We give you all the praise, Father God. We thank you, <clears throat> O Lord, that you have given us understanding of your word. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have. Held back the mysteries of your word until this day and time. Father God, we thank you for bringing us out of the 400 years of tribulation that we have spent here in these Americas. And now, the Heavenly Father, you are coming to gather your children. You're coming to gather us from the four corners of the earth. You're coming to establish your people as your people. And Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, we give you all the praise. Now send forth this word to all those that need to hear it. In the name of Yeshua, your son, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Well, glory to God. I'm I'm excited about uh I'm excited about what's happening today. I'm excited about the word of God. And uh and we're we're going in the book of Ezekiel today. We're going to be dealing with the second, third, and the fourth chapter 
of the book of Ezekiel. So we'll be jumping around into the prophecies of what uh, of what came out. But I'm going to ask uh, my sister to begin the reading at the second chapter and uh, read it in its entirety. It's only uh, it's only uh, ten verses. Peace, brother. Thank you. Chapter two, Ezekiel chapter two. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet. You see, the first thing the first thing we need to do as men and women of God is we need to stand up. Okay? Stop letting the devil and Satan push you around. It's time for you to stand up. I mean, it's time for you to stand up for what you know is right. It's time for you to stand up against against the principalities and powers of darkness, spirits and wickedness in high places. It's time for you to stand up. Go ahead. I heard him that spoke unto me, and he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel, a rebellious nation that have rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me, even until this very day. Now, 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 when we talk about the ministry, you know, there's different callings for different men and women of God. Okay, in this case, in this case, you know, God was sending him into the house of Israel, meaning that he was sending them to the ones who are supposed to be believers in Christ. Okay, if we were doing it by our terminology today, it would mean that, that God was sending him to, the, to preach to the church to preach to the body of Christ, not to the lost souls, not to the lost souls, not to the people that's out there that's seeking Jesus, but his ministry was to the house of Israel. Go ahead, my sister. For they are impudent children, disrespectful children, and stiff-hearted. They're impotent. Impotent, that's right. means uh, disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Disrespect on impudent children and stiff-hearted. I do send thee unto them, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus said the Lord God. Okay, see, so so let's look at who God was sending them to. He was sending them to a stiff-hearted people. Now, my sister, can you explain to them what's the difference between stiff-necked and stiff-hearted? Mm. <laughs> With stiff stiff-neck, you know, you can turn your neck, you know, if it's stiff a little. But when your heart is stiff, you can't turn it any other way. It's just stiff. You can turn your neck because your neck can rotate. But your heart, when your heart is stiff, then it, it just don't have that type of movement. So we're talking about a proudful yeah. people. We're talking about a people that were that were arrogant, a people that were a people that were rebellious. Mm-hmm. You know, hard hearted, you know, I mean stiff hearted and mm. stiff necked. Mm. Okay. That can only be described in one people on the face of the earth. And that's black America. Mm-hmm. We we the one that filled that position. Out of all the races in the world, when you when you hear these descriptions, one race come to mind, and that's you and I. Go ahead, my sister. I'm sorry. And they, whether they were here or whether they were forbear, for they are a rebellious house. Yet shall know that there have been a prophet among them. They yet they shall know that there have been a prophet among them. And thou, son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words, 
though briars and thorns be with thee, and thou dost, dost dwell among scorpions, be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. And thou shalt speak my words unto them, whether they hear or whether they will forbear. You see, you, you see, church, that's the thing that you got to look at. You, when, when God calls you a, a man of God, a woman of God, and when he calls you to preach the gospel, you got to preach the gospel. You got to be instant in season and out of season. You got to preach whether they want to hear it or whether they don't want to hear it. You got to preach whether they like it or whether they don't like it. You got to preach what thus says the Lord. And you cannot compromise. And right now, the problem that we're having in the church today is that the word has been compromised. All right, now we're bringing you back to we're bringing you back to Christ. We're bringing you back, back to the back to your original calling. But thou son of man, hear what I say unto thee: Be not thou rebellious like that rebellious house. Mm. Open thy mouth and eat. That I may give thee mm. And when I looked Behold a hand was set unto me And lo a roll of a book Was therein And he spread it before me And it was written within and without And there was a written And there was a written therein Lamination and mourning and woe Glory to God Glory to God And this is the situation of man today This is our situation today You know the word of God says that many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. And and I I used to wrap, try to wrap my mind around that, saying, okay, God, you're calling people into the ministry, but only a few of them are chosen for the ministry. What happens to all of those that are called? What do, what do they do? What 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 do what do they do if they're not following the will and the works of God? Okay, let us go to the third chapter and let us just read through the third chapter. Then we're going to get to the fourth chapter. Um, go ahead and read. Um, okay, chapter three. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that thou findest. Eat this road and go speak unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that roll. He said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go, get thee into the house of Israel, and speak with my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many people of a strange speech and of a hard language, whose words thou canst not understand. Surely had I said thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee. But the house of Israel would not hearken unto thee, for they would not hearken unto me. Mm. For all of the house of Israel are... Disobedient and hard-headed. Now look at what look at what God said to Ezekiel. He said, "I'm sending you to a, a stiff-hearted people. I'm sending you to a rebellious house." He said, "And and 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 you're gonna have to speak to them what I say to you." He said, "But look, they ain't listening to me, so they're definitely not gonna listen to you." But 
you're going to have to go and speak to them anyway. Now, men and women of God, hear these scriptures closely. You have to speak. To, you have to speak and preach the word of God, whether they want to hear it or whether they don't want to hear it. And this is what God's response is to it. Behold, I have made thy face strong against their their faces, and thy forehead strong against their foreheads, as an adamant harder harder than flint have I made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they may have rebellious house. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thine heart, and hear with thine ears. And go, get thee to them of captivity, unto the children of thy people, and speak unto them, and tell them, thus said the Lord, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Then the Spirit took me up, and I heard behind me a voice of a great rushing, saying, Blessed be the glory of the Lord from this from his place. I heard also the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touched one another, and the no noise of the wheels over against them, and a no noise of a great rushing. So the Spirit lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness, in the heat of my spirit, by the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Then I came to them of the captivity at Tel Aviv that dwelt by the river of Chebar. And I sat there, I sat where they sat and remained there astonished among them seven days. Seven days. Okay. When we started off this, when we started off this chapter, you know, the, the word of God was sent to him in a roll. And, and it was written, the words were written within and the words were written without. And what did God command the prophet to do? He commanded him to eat the word to eat up the word, to get the word down in you, to let the word of God be your nourishment. Let the word of God be be your all in all. I mean, you got to get this word in you. Before you can go out and preach, before you can go out and prophesy, you got to have the word of God in you. You got to have the word of God in you before you go out there and start and start preaching and teaching the word. And you got to have understanding. You got to have understanding. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna switch over now, and we're gonna go to the fourth chapter, and we're gonna begin reading on the fourth chapter. Okay, Ezekiel the fourth chapter. Thou also, son of man, take thee a towel and lay it before thee, and portray and portray upon it the city and of the city even Jerusalem. Okay, now now for you to understand what is going on here is that God had commanded Ezekiel Ezekiel when he when he went before the leadership, he went before them with illustrations and with demonstrations. So what God was commanding him to do was to take a towel and lay it out and then and then map out the city of Jerusalem, you know, uh form where the temple is, form where the Castle is form where the, you know, he, he actually made a model of the city of Jerusalem on this tile so that they could see it. All right, go ahead and read. Because the city was about to be laid under siege, and this is what the example that he was getting ready to show them. And lay siege against it and build a fort against it and cast a mouth against it 
that they camp also against it and set battering ramps against it around about. So do y'all understand what he was doing? He he made the 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 the, the, the model of the city, and then on the outside of the city, he 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 made besieged instruments. He made it where the where the where the people will be besieged. Okay, now it's very important that you understand what a besiegement meant. That meant that the city would be surrounded. Okay, nothing can go in and nothing can come out. So that means that means that the only thing they can eat, the only water they can drink, is what was within the city. Mm-hmm. Now we know that 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 Jerusalem had a had a well on the inside that that was underground, an underground spring that was in it. So it was a fortified city. But but when they when they're under besieged for that long, you know. The water is going to run out. The food is going to run out. Everything is going to run out. Go ahead. Moreover, take thou unto thee an iron pan, and set it for a wall of iron between thee and the city, and set thy face against it, and it shall be besieged, and thou shalt lay siege against it. This shall be a sign to the house of Israel. And lie thou also upon thy left side, and lay the iniquity of the house of Israel upon it, according to the number of days that thou shalt lie upon it, thou shalt bear their iniquity. For I have laid upon thee the years of their iniquities, according to the number of days, 390 days. So shalt thou bear the iniquity of the house of Israel. So, so when he laid on his side for those 390 days, those 390 days actually represented 390 years. 390 years that the children of God were going to have to suffer for their iniquity. Okay, for I have laid upon thee the years of their iniquity. And when thou hast accomplished them, lie again on thy right side, and thou shalt bear the iniquity of the house of Judah. Forty days I have appointed thee each day for a year. Therefore thou shalt set thy face towards towards the siege of Jerusalem, and thine arm shall be uncovered, and thou shalt prophesy against it. And behold, I will lay bands upon thee, and thou shalt not turn thee from one side to another, till thou hast ended the days of the siege. Take thou also unto thee wheat and barley and beans and lentils and millet and fishes, and put them in one vessel, and make thee bread thereof according to the numbers of days that thou shalt lie upon thy side. Three hundred and ninety days shalt thou eat thereof, and thy meat which thou shalt eat shall be weight twenty shekels a day. From time to time shalt thou eat it. Thou shalt drink also water by measure, the sixth part of a hen. From time to time thou shalt drink. And thou shalt eat it as barley cakes, and thou shalt bake it with dung that cometh out of man. In their sight, and the Lord said, "Even thus shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles, whither I will drive them." Glory to God! <laughs> because of your disobedience, because you refuse to follow the word and the will of God, you're going to be forced to eat your barley bread cooked on human feces. 
human dawn. That's how bad the economy is going to be. That's how bad this siege is going to be against us. To the point when this economy falls, you're going to be reduced to eating your bread cooked on human remain on human dung. That's that's look. That's as low as you can go. That's as low as you're going to go. Do you imagine how that's going to smell? How that's going to smell? I mean, what you know, you, you won't be able to depend on your electricity, won't be able to depend on no gas. You're going to have to cook your food using human excrement. On an open fire. On an open fire. My Lord, my Lord. Can you read that for him again? Yes. And Lord said, even... Thus shall children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles, whither I would drive them. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, my soul have not been polluted. For from my youth up until now I have not eaten of that which dieth of itself or is torn in pieces, neither came there abominable flesh into my mouth. Now, now y'all got to remember that Ezekiel was a priest, and he had never had nothing defiled or nothing unclean to pass through his lips. But I'm telling y'all right now, because of our disobedience to God, you know, God made him, he said, okay, you, you don't want to use the human dung, you don't want to use your own uh, uh, doo-doo, so you can go ahead and you can go ahead and use the cow dung to cook your food, but you're going to still cook your food and dung. You're still going to cook your food and dung. Now, look at here, y'all. Right now, we are living in an age where we have GMO-produced food and GMO-produced products, and we are eating the dung. We are eating the dung. We are eating food that has been cursed. We are eating food that has been, been genetically altered. And it's time for you to come out of that. It's time for you to grow your own food. It's time for you to, to only eat what you grow. Because what you're eating now is food sacrificed unto pagan gods. All right, let's go ahead. Then he said unto me, Lo, I have given thee cow's dung for man's dung, and thou shalt prepare thy bread therewith. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, behold, I will break the staff of bread in Jerusalem, and they shall eat bread by weight and with care, and they shall drink water by measure and with astonishment, that they may that they may want bread and water and be astonished one with another and consume a way for their iniquity. Now, my sister, mm-hmm. what kind of economy mm-hmm. is that? What kind of economy is that when they're going to have to eat bread by measure? Mm. And they're going to have to drink water by measure. They're going to have to ration it out. Okay. Can you imagine how bad that economy has to be? It's going to be a famine in the land. So economically, Mm. economically, this world is going to fail. Economically, this world is going to come to naught. Money is going to come to naught. People are going to be carrying money around in wheelbarrows, you know, just to buy a drink of water. Just to buy a drink of water. You see, you see, 
Church, you got to wake up right now. You got to get yourself right because the Bible prophecies of God are coming to pass right before our eyes. From 2000, from from 2019 back down to 1619 marks the 400 years of captivity in the strange land that we underwent. Okay, in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 68, it said, this time you're going to be carried away as slaves. You're going to be carried away captives. But this time you're going to go in ships. And black America, we are the only one that slips that bill. When you look at the whole world, when you look at the whole world, it's only one nation of people that has been through that has been through that type of captivity, and that is black America. So my call to you is to wake up, is to wake up, because if you don't wake up, you're going to be reduced. If you continue in this world, if you continue in this American system, you're going to be reduced to eating your food cooked on down, cooked on down. All right, so we're down to our final minutes. I'm going to uh, let my sister come in and, you know, say, give her final thoughts, and then I'll come in and give my final thoughts and prayers out. Yes, brother. Uh, I know you wanted to read Genesis, um, the second chapter, um, the 29th verse. Where it talks about our dietary law. Why is this so important, you know, that God is telling us about what we're going to eat and why, the, you know, the city is going to be under siege. That, just, like, just like there's laws, moral laws, God has also given us dietary laws. Can you go there and read Genesis uh Second chapter, the 29th verse. Mm-hmm. And it's really important because we were given the best of the best of the best. And because, like the brother said, uh, we have heart in our hearts. But let me read this because uh, time is running out. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, and which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for me, and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. Glory to God. See, so God has even told us, you want to know why we're dying? You want to know why we're not living long? Why we're not living to be 900 as the patriarchs are to be? Well, it's because of our diet. It's because of what we're consuming. It's because of our iniquities, because we have chosen not to follow God's plan, but have created our own plan, and we are lost in the land. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm going to ask you to to, to begin to be prayerful about your calling. Men and women of God, God is going to hold you accountable for this generation. You're going to have to give an account for this. You can sit up here and say, man, I can't talk to these young people. These young people are wild. They're crazy. They're this and that. No, this is, this, is, this is the generation which you have been called to serve. You remember this old song where it says, to serve this present age, my calling to fulfill. May in all my power be engaged to do my master's will. It is your ministry to preach and teach this generation. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live once again with nothing but the whole truth. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Join us next Saturday as we continue in this word.
Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.